All right, fellas. So look, man, we, we back at it, right? And got the got the whole crew here once again. A few people playing playing injured, or should I say injured or distracted and or distracted. <laughs> so I want to welcome everyone for the second episode of the Inner Pocket Fantasy Football Podcast, coming to you straight up the street from the Big Chair, around the corner from Glass Manor, in the parking lot of PG Plaza. <laughs> Right down, down the street from Sutherland High School and Forestville Mall. <laughs> you know, so man, look, glad to have you fellas here. You know, we're going to get right into it. And for the listener audience, those who are not watching on YouTube, let you know that my man Gene is in the building. We got Jose, once again, and my man T, a.k.a. Terrence, is Come I'm gonna do once again to represent yeah, our resident uh stat nerd when it comes to uh, all things analytics and fantasy football. And so fellas, look, let's get right into it, man. And um we're gonna open it up first and foremost with some real sports talk uh, before we jump into the fantasy thing. And so the the question I posed to you all was is there any player that you got a chance to see play in the NFL that is not in the NFL Hall of Fame that should be right so you know early in the early in the summer the NFL actually introduced or inducted two classes the 2020 class and the 2021 class based on the fact that COVID killed the ceremonies last year and so there were quite a few folks that, that went in that you know were had been waiting a while like my man Steve Atwater and some others and rather than trying to come up with who you think should be in there that's not I'm gonna throw a couple of names out at you, and y'all let me know if y'all what's your thoughts on whether they whether or not they should be in there, or or, or should or the Hall of Fame is is doing them right by not allowing them in. The first name I got for you is Roger Craig. Well, you look excited, yeah, like, that's, that's bias right there. Yeah, right? Roger Craig yeah, definitely, definitely like Roger Craig, yo. Like yes, I, I like Roger Craig. Everybody had to be a Roger Craig fan growing up. Man, Everybody man, played no ball with Roger Craig. <laughs> when you think about the stats, he was like the first dual threat back, man, that was catching passes like a receiver. Yes, sir. He was the, the first person. He's the first person to catch and rush for a thousand yards, to receive and rush for a thousand yards. Yeah, like Roger Craig right. definitely at the top of that list. So. Man, and he, he played on dynasty yeah. teams. Yo, oh, every every team every team he was on doing that doing that stretch was uh, was nice. So I, I, de- I definitely am a uh, Roger Craig fan. All right, the next one. Played a little more recent. Heinz Ward. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I think he changed. I think he changed a lot in that position. Um, he was like a slot. He thugged it out. He he blocked. He caught. He did all the dirty work. And after that, opened up with you know Wes Walker. They started being a little bit more faster. Um, not as blocking as much, but he was like he opened a lot of holes for um for Jerome Bettis, Van Morris, um, and he he put fear in those D- in DBs trying to um <laughs> trying to hit him. Yeah, they they said he was like one of the toughest out there, right? Yep. 
Oh, he he de- always he de- had a smile. He, de- he, de- he, definitely, he definitely was scrappy. There's, there's no doubt about it. The, que- the question is, as a receiver, look, if Jose, you know firsthand, as a receiver at Frostburg, we had to block all the time, right? We, yeah. They got a, they got us no glory. Coop don't look. Coop didn't block anybody and got and, and made us the Hall of Fame. So right, right. <laughs> so so it's obvious they, they don't reward us for our blocking skills. Over there with the fade, uh, yeah, the straight nine. nine. I'm about to say though, like my only argument against Hines Ward, Hines Ward would be like, like I think like people like we watch players that we seen. I mean, we like grew up watching people, and you know we're like, oh, they were nice. But I feel like the Hall of Fame should be just an exclusive. Like it's like I feel like it's already too easy. Like it should be like. Randy Moss and Jerry Rice type. You know what I mean? Like, just elite, elite talent. So, when I think of high ball, I just think of, like, a pretty good player doing his error. You know what I mean? Like, I don't think of, like, the greatest of the great. So, that would be my only argument. I got a question for that. Huh? So, I got a question for that. So, okay, all the fans should be, like, right, it's, like, above and beyond, right? If you, you know, break records, uh, accomplish so many goals, or redefine the position. Right, I would think that's my that's my opinion. That's what I would think. Right, right. So when you look at when you look at notable notable slot receivers, mm-hmm. how many can you really remember off the top of your hand? You got uh, Ricky Sanders. The I just me, Ricky Sanders, Eric Metcalf, Heinz uh, Ward, Wes Welker, uh, Edelman. Those are ones that I really can remember so, as true uh, slot receivers. All right, so, so was he really a um, slot receiver, though? I thought he was out. Uh, yeah. Uh, I, I remember him as a slot, but you might be right. So, all right, so you so you brought up a good point, right? Uh, this is a, a good uh, – so my criteria would be like this. I don't think Hines Wall was, was ever a top 10 receiver of his generation. To me, if, if like, you're not top 10 in your generation or something, I don't think that you should be in the Hall of Fame. That's just me, though, right? Like, I think I mean, 10 receivers that we always take before we take high ball. And I think he's a beast. Like, and I hate doing that because I think he's a beast. I think if you want to put him in the Hall of Fame, I really couldn't argue against it. But just playing devil's advocate, that would be my argument. It'd be like, you know, to me, if you're not a top 10 at your position at any time in your generation, I don't know if you could be a Hall of Fame. So, so I'm going to make team, right? You got certain positions that you're building. If you need a slot receiver, who's the best top receiver in in your lifetime, in your time? Oh, I got I got so a question. Before, was Gary Clark a uh, slot receiver? Oh no, nah, I think Ricky Sanders was the slot receiver, right? Was Gary Clark was the um was the outside receiver, but when they did two when they did twins, he was the inside slot receiver. Okay. Um, so how many slots, but we don't even consider, so Clark wouldn't be in the highest war, uh, generation though, right? So we, so I can't use him. So, I mean, I, I mean, I can name a few, but I, for me, I feel like a receiver is a receiver. Like once we start getting into the slot, I mean, you know, the specifics, I mean, you go, um, so what you got, like, you got your, uh, you got your, um, at Edelman's, you got your, um, West Walkers, you got your who's the third receiver doing the um greatest show on turf? Hopefully, it was, Ryan. Uh, uh, it was Ricky Pro, uh, it was oh, uh, Toy Holt and um, Isaac Bruce, right? Isaac Bruce, right? So, who would have been a slot? Pro would have been a slot, right? He don't count. 
And then and then I think they end up I they trade him end up being Oz out here a king uh in the right. Being right. as well. But no, nah, I'm with right. you. I, I de- it, when you go in the, when you go in the Hall of Fame, they don't say you are going as a uh, as a slot receiver or or, or an X receiver, you know, uh, or split, you know, split in or whatever. They basically say you're receiver, and so it's, it's it's for it's for the big dogs. But I think the one thing I say uh, is that he was a two bowl MVP and he won a second championship. And I don't think outside of Ben, I don't think he had a Hall of Fame quarterback. Throughout his, like it all, I don't need to get an all pro quarterback at all. Aside from outside the band, now how many years he played with like seven? Yeah. Ben was in his second year, uh, he was pretty young. Uh, well, I, will, I do know that, yeah. So, yeah. But, uh, so, all right, that's cool, man. So, so we another a couple other names that we talked about early on, you know, before we got started recording was Joe Jacoby. I think we all were kind of consistent on that, and then, um. Also, we mentioned, uh, you know, of course, we mentioned uh, Roger Craig. But what about, I got two last names for you. Reggie Wayne, right? And Zach Thomas, middle linebacker to play with Miami and the Cowboys for a year. Now, I'm biased on Zach Thomas because I, I, I was a fan of his when he was at Texas Tech. <laughs> he, got, he used to get busy back then. And being that he was that short. Uh, oh, and also uh, in that same vein, London Fletcher. Who, if you put his stats up against Ray Lewis, he got better stats than Ray Lewis. Oh wow! In terms of, in terms of the number of tackles, and he throws those three at all: Reggie Wayne, Zach Thomas, and London Fletcher. Wow. If, you, if you if you if you had to take, pick one, who would you who who do you say need need to be in there? That just the two had to go. Reggie Wayne. Reggie Wayne. Yeah, I go with Reggie Wayne too. Yeah. Um, household name? Oh, there you go. I said, I said basically because he got household name. Nah, I mean, because he got numbers. Yeah, he, like, he, he, he got, got, he got, he got, he got, got business. Number. I mean, yeah, he got numbers. Yeah. I'm, I'm going last, Zach Thomas. And London Fletcher definitely should be in the Hall of Fame. Like, they be doing London Fletcher dirty. Like, he been getting. Look, this dude, never mind the dude was a, D, a D3 football player when he came in the league and, and, and killed and, and produced everywhere he went. Yo, did he like not make the Pro Bowl or something like his twelfth year or something like, something like that? Yeah, and he might, he could, he should be considered for the Hall of Fame, but didn't even hardly go to Pro Bowls, which is nuts when you think of it. But it's probably why he won't get in. Yeah, he was just quiet, and yeah, he's the type of person that the longer it takes, the less chance he has of getting in because you know he don't, you know, he, you know, because people that get uh, that are younger won't have seen him play, and he won't have them accolades. Right after a while. Okay, fellas, cool. So now that we got that off our chest, and, and you know, you guys warmed up, you got a few, you did a little bit of shadow boxing. Let's get into this fantasy stuff. So the question, the big question today is: before we get started, before we, start, <laughs> I got, I want to ask y'all a question, right? So I got uh, five names. You just tell me should they go or not go, right? Mitchell, three, Devin Hester, Patrick Willis, and then five, Julius Peppers. I heard Brian Mitchell, Devin Hester, Patrick Willis, and what was the other one? I heard Julius Peppers, but I didn't hear five. I heard four. Yeah, it was one. The first one was missing. I gave you nine. Yeah, okay. yeah, I said Steve Smith for the first one. Oh, oh okay. Yeah, yeah, so I'm, I'm, def- I'm definitely going to say I like uh, I like four of them. I like Brian Mitchell. Definitely. I like Peppers. I like to see his numbers, but just off the top of my head, I like Peppers. I like Willis. He got busy. 
I like Brian Mitchell Willis, Peppers, and who was the other one? Devin Hester. De- and Devin Hester. He changed he changed he changed yeah. the return game. And I, I didn't even think you could change the return game. After seeing yeah. after seeing Mel Gray and Brian Mitchell and That's my Howard. Right. And then Devin Howard uh yeah, but nah, you not, like not, not like that. Not, not, yeah, not, not, <laughs> not, 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 only was back there part time, yo. No, I mean, not, look, well, he, he in the Hall of Fame, so it, it's, it's not like yo, it's not like he wasn't rewarded. But I'm just talking Dion about was, if Dion was returning kicks full time, he'd be the greatest kick returner ever, yo. He, he probably would have, and punt returner. He did, he did, yeah. he, he did everything. Yeah. Same, look, same with uh, with Doug Green. Folks could Devin Hester was the first person other than Mel Gray that where they specialized in returning uh, punt right. kicks. Right. right. Somebody from Kansas City. Dante Hall. Yeah. He, he, he only he only he only had like three years in the league before he yeah. before he flamed out. Yeah, definitely. I, I like that whole list, man. Only thing, um, only one that's a little suspect is Patrick Willis, only because he played like six. What? Yeah, he does. No, he, no, he, no he, not his not his skills. Like he a Hall of Fame by his um, uh, amount of you know talent, but he only played six or seven years. He retired early. That's the only thing. Just like, that's, what about Megatron? But that's, Megatron that's, got in. But he he was there. He was he was he brought a whole new thing to the. He changed the position. Yeah, that, 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 yeah, that was like yeah. that was like Lawrence Taylor. Lawrence that's Taylor played receiver. That's why. That's nah, Lawrence Taylor. Lawrence Taylor didn't play that long. But his impact in the game was 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 felt. But he played more than six or seven years. I mean, Patrick Willis might be the greatest middle linebacker besides Ray Lewis ever, right? For the six or seven years he did play. I'm just saying that would be the only thing that you could probably hold to him. You know, yeah, very very few people unless you got if you don't if you don't have double digits in the league where you produce, will you get in? What about Andre Johnson? Mm. He never he never won. <laughs> but, but, but he never won anything. Like, <laughs> and I mean Megatron didn't either, but he his 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 production was was, was on a different scale. So crazy, yeah. So all right, know. man. So look, let's let's move. Let's get into it because uh, we only got a. We up against the clock on this one. Can we get to the fantasy, please? Yes, yeah. yeah, <laughs> <laughs> My apologies. My apologies. All right, so, so, all right. So the question today is right. Is the question we want to know is when it's when it's when it's crunch time. When you when when the clock is ticking, it's it's ten minutes before before the first first kickoff on either Thursday night or or Sunday morning or Sunday afternoon, and you're trying to get your lineup together. What's your what's your sources or what what resources are you, are you using to make sure that you line up straight or either prepare for your draft? What are, what are some of the, the your go tos? All right, we'll start off with just you know throw, throw some websites out there. Why you what the website name is? Right, if you got if you know the uh, link, you can feel free to put that out there and tell me you know what do you what do you like about it? How does it help you? You know what what has it done in the past that will you know has allowed you to be you know, platinum status, and let us know if it's, it's a if you're actually paying for your porn, right? Do you have to have, have a subscription to it or pay for for access to those for, for that site that you put out there? We start with uh with Gene. So I can't start this without starting off at my youth, man. Before the internet came along, my two go to 
I will go to Giant and right away. It's called 2006, seven. I will go grab the Athlon magazine from the Giant and uh, Orton News. Yo. Like those are two go-to. Right all in it, have it on draft day ready. You know, got my picks ready. Now, I still got to like Sport News on. Now, it's mostly um, ESPN Plus. Um, you know, there's all type of stuff out there. I do a, a little bit of um, Fox Sports um, website. And, you know, just watch a lot of the fantasy shows, listen to a lot of the fantasy podcasts, get, you know, some ideas. But mostly, you know, I come up with my own list, though. You know, I'm not really too, you know, influenced by them. But I do need to reference to see who's ranked where in case I'm forgetting about somebody. But that's pretty much how, you know, pretty much how I get down with it. Okay. What about you, Terrence? Um, uh, so right now, um, I, I, I do pay. And I, I pay two companies. Uh, one of them is Awesome uh, awesome um they they're they're good for daily but uh but you can get um they have a, a a lineup generator on there where you can you can pick your players it'll generate like 150 lineups you can pick like what you the high on what you expect them to get the low um and yeah and it's and it's been profitable so i, I say i pay for it but it has it has paid me back <laughs> but uh and then okay. I also use because I'm a straight Excel guy, you know, um I, I, I like to use a lot of the data on my own. Um I it's a company called Big Data Ball, but they just it's just a data dump. They give you all historical stats, they give you all the uh the fantasy football salaries uh for daily, they give you projections. Um so yeah, that's my two. It's actually some more that I want to look at this year because so so many are coming out now, but you don't know what's just garbage and somebody trying to get some money off you and, and what's like actually useful. So uh, it's a couple of other ones that I'm looking at this year. All right, Jose, what's, what's, what's in your, your fantasy Bible? And, and, and are you paying uh, for, your, for your services or for your insight? Uh, no, I'm not paying for any of my insights. Um, I basically oh, get it from... Hold on one second. Terrence, how much is it... To to subscribe or or get the insight. Uh, um, it's a lot of different packages. Um, and you can always actually now is the best time to get it because they always give you a preseason thing. But I think last year Awesome was like two fifty, and um, and the big data ball is about the same, like about two fifty. Okay. So yeah, but it's it's a lot of different packages you can get, you know. Right. So. All right, Jose, back back on you, brother. Yeah, um, I use I use um basically I got a a Bleacher Report app, and with that Bleacher Report, you can kind of pick all your teams that you like. So I pick all the teams, um because it it gives you the individual team news and what they're talking about um for that specific team, and then it'll also give you insights on fancy um advice and. Fancy injuries, football injuries, um, rumors. So I just got like a whole set of where I set up every team, and my feed just feed what, what comes up. So if somebody's doing something good in practice, or a uh, a reporter says something that they saw in practice, it pops up. So I just start, you know, keeping an eye on what they're saying, 
looking who's um if, a, if I, I listen to a couple things so if a media um personnel says something about a person or say something about the playbook or how they're using a, a person and then i start seeing it in the preseason start seeing it in practice then i realize okay then they're going to start using him as a um, premier player so i take notes from that and then use that to get my sleepers all right cool so my particular go-to site has been as of late has been fantasy pros and I started with them. That's a good one. I started with them one because I'm at a, I'm analytical uh, by nature, and sometimes I suffer from analysis paralysis, where what they do is they combine and consolidate the actual uh, reviews and opinions and and research of all fantasy pros from you know folks that are in the fantasy sports business, and basically bring bring it all under one roof, right? So that way I don't feel like I'm being like Terrence said, somebody just trying to sell me something and, you know, or give me insight that may be skewed one way or the other. Also, they have where I get into, I actually do pay uh, for the service and that they give you the actual uh, lineup builders. Now, the one thing I, and you can build up to like 100 lineups for your daily and they have, that's paid dividends for me. The one thing I don't like about it is that it's not spinning out, it won't spit it out into an Excel format like Terrence mentioned before where I can actually, you know, see and bring all of my, my lineups under one, you know, under one spreadsheet at any given time. And so I, I'm definitely looking for an opportunity to, to do that. But that's, that's been pretty good, man. They, they, they bring in, you know, they type all the major players, whether it be folks from ESPN, Yahoo, CBS, some sites I never even heard of before. You know, Mike from down the street, they, they, you know, they put his rankings in for the week as well and so they kind of give you a consolidated look or aggregated look at what the uh, other experts are saying as well as their own uh, folks who are in you know on their site uh, as well from a social media standpoint i think the only time i'm really on social media like that is on game day where i'm trying to see if there's any you know breaking news that i might have missed and that's usually folks on like twitter in particular i know adam Schefter is is good for breaking news right he always got a he always got a new a tweet about somebody being injured or perhaps uh, you know catching a case in in some instances, and so I I definitely look at uh, see you know see if he if he's tweeting on anything or if some of the other you know major uh, fantasy players are um, are tweeting out uh, any information on game day right to try to keep me keep me in tune with what's going on you know a lot of times you caught up with fantasy stuff and you can't really be on the, you can't really be on the computer searching searching sites all day. Right, so I right. usually try to I usually try to pull up a feed and just see if I get any you know, get any hits, uh, in particular on my team, as well uh, mm-hmm. from that standpoint. But you know that's, that's normally how how I do it. It's from a, from a draft standpoint, I usually like to get my information from a, a number of different sources as well. Whether it be I, I like to see everybody's rankings and just to see if I'm in if the consensus on certain players is consent you know throughout uh, different different experts as well. And if somebody, you know, is an outlier or, or if I see somebody got some, someone ranked, you know, super high and I'm kind of iffy on, I'd, I'd be able to bounce off somebody else as well. Yeah, so on Fantasy Pros, like, who who are, like, the top analysts right now? Does it does it say that or? 
Because I don't so, trust none of them bandits. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> so, so what it does, what it, what it, what it does, at the beginning of the year, it doesn't have him ranked. But as the year goes on, mm-hmm. it'll tell you how accurate a particular analyst, analyst has been up to that point in time. Okay. Right. Gotcha, gotcha. So it, it, it'll tell you, okay, well, how, how often they, you know, had a a, a legit, you know, legit pick or le- legit lineup right. in terms of their rank of how, you know, how often they've, they've been on point. So that's, as, as the season goes on, it becomes more and more valuable from that standpoint because you, you can see, you know, folks start to weed themselves out. And a lot of times, even when I'm building my lineups, right, a lot of times I'll, as the season goes, goes on, I'll start eliminating folks who uh, their insight hasn't been that great. Like they, their averages haven't been haven't been that great. So I won't even allow them to be included in in, in my lineup or give me, you know, uh, recommendations from that standpoint. Right. So. You know, but truth be told, man, I, I, the way I look at fantasy, the first four weeks is kind of like just just getting in and, and, and bouncing around the ring and just filling it out. I don't really take anything too serious. You know, if, unless it's an injury or somebody getting benched or whatever, I'm just I, I'm I'm just getting getting my feet, you know, my burns about me in, in terms of what my team looks like and what the waiver wire may look like, uh, you know, as things start to progress uh, from that standpoint. So I don't... I don't I, I really don't even look to start even, you know, as far oh aside I don't even I don't even think I touch daily until like the second or third the third or fourth week in most cases. But I feel like I'm throwing my money away because I haven't even seen our teams, you know, they come in with high expectations and next thing you know they floundering, uh aka mm-hmm. the, the scans, you know, a number of years ago. So <laughs> But look, look at Gene, uh I think I think Gene Jose playing hurt. Gene about to be out first, though. <laughs> <laughs> I'm good. I'm good. I'm just listening, y'all. Just taking it all in. I'm just taking it all in. I know, man. You know, I'm, I'm like, man, I wonder if Rodney just got me on here just to reveal all my secrets, man. No, this for the people. And, 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 I'm right. taking notes. And, and, I'm, and, and, and taking the man. Man. I'm people. taking that all y'all nerds Hey, right, hey, 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 Terrence, and then and then the people gotta be willing to step up, step their game up because you you said right. you said the joint cost two fifty. That's like that's like somebody saying, yeah, I want the new I want the new Bentley. But when you show uh, the, when you show with the uh, at the at the showroom and they ask you to write right. that check, he was like, nah, never mind. Yeah, I mean <laughs> to be honest, I would not recommend it just for a uh, for um, a season long league. Nah, like not at all. You, you, you only gonna pay for that if you doing daily and you doing multiple lineups. Exactly. You know it ain't. Exactly. Don't do it for for the podcast league. Okay, you <laughs> right. you gonna be in the hole from the beginning. <laughs> you know, even right, if you win, you right. stay in the hole. You be, you be clawing, you be trying to claw your way out. <laughs> right. <laughs> oh man. So now that's what's up, fellas. The, look, speaking of speaking of old school, Gene. So you said you you was doing you was doing the magazines around 06, right? But mm-hmm. I, I distinctly remember we we did a, we did an in person draft one year, and the dude Chris showed up, had a magazine in his hand. He was in that joint circling people. Yo, I think I think we all had. I think I, like, I think Joker got a magazine. Joe, <laughs> I think Joker maybe the last year, maybe two. Jokers ain't popping up with magazine. Yo, Bamba's be getting it. Like what you figure? Man, somebody had a magazine last time we drafted in person. You know, like, 
Hey, turn. That's Glass Man for you, Slim. No. <laughs> he he told no, earlier no. that was the Glass Man Lee. Everybody showed up no. in magazines. I'm the, no. only one in with, I'm the only one in there with a laptop. Nah, you know, I keep my laptop. Asking about the Wi Fi. Yeah, I keep my laptop. Right, right. They like, Wi Fi? What you need Wi Fi for? Yo, so y'all over there. They was passing the magazine around. Yo, y'all invest in mine. That's like that's definitely like paying paying like for porn, yo. We got all this free stuff on the um, you know, and like y'all over here paying for it. Oh man, I can't. Hey, have you ever paid for your porn? <laughs> yo, never, yo. Oh, I'm against it's just certain rules, it's just certain man laws, yo. Certain man laws. Hey, look, watching the battles from down the street. <laughs> <laughs> Yo. You start. This Yo, is a family podcast. Man, no, it ain't. <laughs> <laughs> I, told, I told you right, right up the street from the big chair. Yo, like, <laughs> hey, man, Lord, yo, just certain things, just like you know, I can get it. Like my own, yo. yo. Need mine in four K. Man, listen, man. Like, <laughs> I did that night. That night. No breakups, right? Right. Oh, you need the whole. We need the whole presentation going on, yo. That yo pulled up got a uh, pizza man came over and everything, yo. Conversation. Hey, 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 hey turns. Gene, Gene, Gene be watching Gene watching the uh production value, you be watching the, the camera be like this. <laughs> oh, good job. oh man. No no production value. Like look like we shot the joint. Right, <laughs> right, yo. Some juggle with a uh, flip phone, yo. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Hey, let me yeah, ask you this: yeah. so, during the season, right when y'all um when y'all playing, do y'all call up your buddies or call up anybody that's in your league or call up just to see where they who they playing and why they playing or? Nah, this trying to get like nah, nah. Don't talk to me about nothing. <laughs> but it's funny you say that, Jose. It's funny don't you say that, that, yo. <laughs> Jose, let me tell you, my biggest issue. My father is in our league, yo. I go to Pop's house, Pop's be like, tell me all this business about fans. Like, yeah, you see that point? I'm about like, yo, pick him up on Tuesday. So now that I was going to pick him up on Tuesday, I look like I'm still in my Pop's players, yo. So now I, mean, I, I have a good idea, but I can't even take him because I'm going to look like I'm underhanded Pops, yo. I'm like, look, I, th- I told him straight up, Dad, don't tell me no more about fans business, yo. Like on one head, cause even if I, cause even if it's a good idea, I got the right to pick them up off waivers. And now I look shady, yo. I, so, now I, my I, relationship. I call, up, I call up my buddies. I, I tell them they take my guys. I take their guys. I'm like, look, really? I, I, look, I, are y'all in the same league? Oh man, yeah. Oh man. So like, it'd be uh, it's Zeke and uh, Tony, right? So, um, in the, in this league that I'm in, right, they always put. So we're kind of like the three top. Um, like we just compete against each other all the time. Like our record always be like five and five and five in the midseason, but we be smashing people on other, you know, other um, games. It's just between us, it's always a battle, right? So we we'll always call them like, man, hey, who do you think about this guy? What, what do you think about this guy? Who are you playing? Or you about to get this guy? And a lot of times, like, nah, I ain't gonna get him. But you start getting, you start picking up on their um, on their habits when they say, nah, they're not gonna get him. They about to get him. So. It's, it's it's fun to figure out what they're thinking because a lot of times they have good insights, even if they get the person or not. You know, it still gives you good insights on what they're thinking, and especially like with us in this podcast right here, it's getting ideas and getting theories and getting you know people mind frame what their habits are, 
what they like and also and just building your own style, you know? So yeah. I, I got a certain way of looking things. So like Zeke will call me up and say, what do you think about this guy? He may not like the guy, but he wants me to sell him on the guy. You know, like he'll call me up and say, what about Sermon from, from, from San Fran? I said, man, he, he, he's going to be good. You know, um, right now he got most of it. You know, he's going to be the first back, but he's the speed back. You know, and I'll give oh, him insight, get him to understand. He'd be like, you know, yeah, that sounds good. That sounds good. And, and he'll pick up Sermon or. So are y'all playing for money? Yeah. Oh, nah. I don't, no even know, I, don't even know that, I don't even know how that conversation takes place. Exactly. Let me say this before we cut out, right? So, speaking of, so Eugene, he, he came off as an honorable young man where he said he wouldn't steal his father's moves, right? <laughs> let, me, let me tell you this. To this day, his father will not trade with anybody in the league because he's been scarred by, <laughs> by Balonius uh, capers that have that that taken advantage of him in the past. It don't matter what you send him. Uh, my he will not trade. He, he, don't, he, don't, he won't trade none of his players to anybody in the league. My father <laughs> gave my father gave somebody a championship, yo. He the worst trade dude ever, man. He so man, he get all his emotions, man. I swear, my father got had Patrick Mahomes. If he throw a three pick game, he gonna get this feeling and trade him, yo. Like <laughs> not no more. He ain't trade nobody no more. Yeah, what y'all did to him. Yeah. I don't know. I, I, man, it got so bad. I was calling him like, dang, what's up with your father, man? I'm gonna have to go see this dude. Like, yeah, I was, I was yeah. sending him everything. He was like, nah, nah. I ain't doing it. Yeah, he ain't, he ain't but, but I said, I know, I know what happened now. Gene, Gene was going over there. Pop was talking about with his trade, <laughs> trade, <laughs> and you went back and told and told somebody else in the league right. got them a championship, and Pop's uh, been scarred ever since. Yeah, he don't trade with nobody now. Man, that's that. Nope. Man, who's joint did it, man? Man, man, yo, man, I, yo, I, I, I I forgot what the trade was. It was something like Olsen, the tight end Olsen. And I think Adrian Peterson or somebody. Somebody that year they got their man. Some running back. Um, and then my father got who was the uh, Washington football team back. Remember, he supposed to be nice. And that joke ain't do nothing the next year. He ain't never did nothing. Um, it was four years ago, yo. And y'all probably forgot about him already. Portis, yeah. Alpha Morris? No, nah, it was after Alpha Morris. The back after Morris. And he didn't like, he never did anything, but he had like, what's that thing, Taylor, yo? Like, you ain't even gonna remember him, yo. Like, he was supposed to be did like. Did pick somebody that they picked up, or did he get traded? Uh, the, they picked him up as a free agent or something. Nah, he's talking about. They, they, Chris Thompson? Thompson? Chris Thompson? Chris Thompson? No, see, exactly. Nope, nope. <laughs> yo, he was y'all. You, you got Royal like, Hulu? 15 or 16, about like 17. I just know I, I can't don't even approach him with no trades in the league no more. I gotta start doing my research, yo. Hey, we had Adrian, he was with Adrian Peterson? I think 17. Nah, he was he might have been uh, he might have Peterson came after him, yo. Oh, man, he was supposed to be like, Yeah, scarred that man. And, Hold on. I gotta find that before we go. We can move he, on, but he, I'm gonna find he, that rock. Yeah, no, nah, he, he got he got he got his revenge. Though. He finally got a championship. Yeah, he did. Right, I, I think it was like a, a couple years later. He got like what two years ago? Yeah, it was a couple years ago. But I just I just know he won't trade with nobody in the league because what y'all did to him. What y'all what happened? But it, it sounded about right now that you you finally gave it up and told him he be he was in there telling us his 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 uh, his, his trade proposals uh, that he had coming up. And y'all was taking advantage of him. But no, nah, so fellas, that's it. That's, uh, you know, unless you guys got something else you want to. 
shell or, or any other insights that you want to nuggets you want to drop. Now, mind you, get it out now before we publish it, and then folks finally be on it, and you know they be in the league. They hit this episode. Next thing you know, they winning they winning a chip. I mean, I, for news for for certain teams, I'll say Bleach Report. Bleach Report gives you just it's basically just what the news, what the media is saying, what fans are saying, what no, coaches man. are saying. It gives you all that. Um, you know, you got your, you got your NFL Network, you got your Yahoos. Uh, on YouTube, I, I listen to a lot of um, um, individual like media personnel, like Grant Cohn and for San Fran. He got a lot of insight, but he got a lot. Of, he got like a lot of. Um, he got like a circle that just talks about it, right? And. Of course, you got a team like you know you got teams that you like. So, um, like Coach Shanahan, right? His coaching tree, I kind of follow his coaching tree because you kind of know exactly kind of how the playbook's going to be, how the players going to be, how the coach is going to be. So, I kind of tend to stay with those with that tree because um, it's easier to concentrate on successful coaches. You know, you know the playbook. You know they run the ball. You know they pass the ball. You know they're gonna get the same type of receivers, same type of running back. So if it like for San Fran, if four people if uh, they let go of two of their running backs, you better believe Rams, um, Cincinnati, uh, Jets. One of them gonna pick them up. Green Bay. One of them. I mean, anybody who runs that West Coast offense or that um not West Coast offense, but that Shanahan offense, like they're gonna pick the same people. So. With that um, bleach report, it pulls up all the pitches, all the coaches together. I mean, all the teams together. That's I, why I, I mean, speaking of that too, like I, I, um, I aim for like first year coaches. Like if I'm picking a defense, or you know, just a, a, a offense or somebody. If it's a, a first year coach, like a lot of times, you know, especially at the beginning of the season, you can really come up. Uh, if you playing against a first year coach, I think it was a coach from uh, who came from under. Um, coach, he was coaching Miami a couple of years ago, and he was just getting burnt up. Like, yeah, from he, Green Bay. Nah, I, th- I thought he was from um, New Joe England. Phillip? I thought he was from New England. Oh, I, don't, the, I don't know that but the black dude. Oh, he's still yeah, there, yeah, Flores. Yeah. Oh, he's him, yeah, 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 man, he was getting. Burnt up, like a, like a know, pinata like, beat right. I was like, Damn. this dude don't have the locker room under control. <laughs> like it's just, just getting getting crazy. And I had Lamar Jackson that year, so uh, yeah, nah, yeah, it was it was crazy. But all right, fellas, man, look. Oh, so can I add one more thing? For just in case my mother watched this, my I don't watch porn, ma. I don't. Watch porn. <laughs> I don't, and I I definitely don't pay for it. <laughs> uh, look, it, it's funny, right? Somebody posted a picture. Ain't gonna name no names. <laughs> Posted a picture on Instagram one uh, one day and asked, uh, it said, you know, if you know who these people are, then you know, you know exactly what you've been doing, right? And of course, <laughs> it, it, it was two, two, uh, two, how would I put it, stars in in the industry, and uh, somebody put on there, I've never seen those people in my life ever, <laughs> in in person. <laughs> <laughs> it's only entertainment. Your mom now, Hey, look, it's another one in the books, fellas. So we're going to go ahead and wrap it up. Remember to like and follow us on both Twitter and Instagram at In The Pocket FFL. Show us your appreciation and show us that you care, whether you're good, bad, or indifferent. Be sure to hit that like button and subscribe.